0: Back here on the Bernie and Sid show, after this great show is over, man, are we lucky. We've got a guy who's so great. His daily radio show right after us at 10 o'clock here on WABC every weekday morning. Also a tremendous TV talent, Fox and Friends, alongside Ainsley and Steve, and that his own show on the weekends. Most importantly, he's one of the more loyal and decent people in this horrible business, and that is my friend Brian (laughs) Horrible business. (laughs) Horrible business? You don't like this business now? Oh, please. These are the worst people God ever created, but not you. You, Brian, are a loyal, good guy, and welcome back to the show. As are you. Thank you. Uh, So what do you want to start? The Yankees got a big win. You've got uh, plush Surroundings on Randall's Island. If you came here from El Paso, Texas, you got the midterms coming up. You got Rubio and Demings yelling at each other in Florida last night. Where does Brian Kilmeade want to start?
1: Well, I mean, let's let's talk local. Uh, and and I just I have nothing against these people. I've, and you've seen their faces. Sid. If you walk around New York City, they seem like they seem like people. Uh, There could be an asset to our country. It's just not the way you come here. I mean, I do see them. They look tragic. I saw, uh, as I mentioned on the show, two days ago, I saw this woman, probably 24 years old, holding a baby with a, a broken English sign on a piece of cardboard. You know when you're being duped? I'm not being duped. I'm looking at her. And she basically misspelled formula and said, I just need baby formula. And then I'm reading these stories about how these kids got pizza and, uh, and heroes, and obviously an infant can't have that. And they're coming probably from Venezuela, most of them. And I understand that I'm, I'm not against them. But if we allow them to stay in great accommodations, we can we're going to multiply the number of people coming to our city. Everyone's going to want to hop on a bus. They're all going to want to come here. Did you see the rundown of what they're getting? They get an Xbox, three meals a day, <laughs> South American and Central American oriented. Are you nuts? I did. And I, I mean, come on. They get a lo- they get laundry service.
0: That is unbelievable laundry service. I know I spend a, a lot of money at my dry cleaner every two weeks. Uh, but on a serious note. You know, we know who to blame here. And um, I'm really trying. The so president. Well, yes, yeah, start right there with Joe Biden. But locally, I am trying to develop a relationship with the mayor. And because uh, there was a time when he was Brooklyn Borough president where I really liked him. But of all the voices in this city, maybe outside of Curtis Slewa, I've been the one, Brian Kilmeade, who's been most critical of Eric Adams from day one. People like you and Bernie No, give him a chance. He'll be better than De Blasio. I'm like, no, the guy's no good. Now I'm trying, I'm trying to uh, kind of come around with him. But this is another situation where Eric Adams is doing nothing. Kathy Hochul is doing less. And you're right. It goes all the way back to Biden in Washington,
1: D.C., another massive failure by the Democrats. Well, I mean, so I would say this. What Adams is doing is dealing with this issue, making things better for these people. But he's not making better things better for us, people in New York City, rich, poor, working class, upper class, doesn't matter. Uh, people grinding it out on a daily basis, if you just open up your wallet and I just ask a guy or a woman making $57,000 a year who has 45 to 55% of their paycheck coming out in taxes, can you open up your wallet again and give me $25, $55, $255 a day from your wallet for people you don't know from countries that are bypassing our immigration system. So I'd rather... People listening to us right now, give it to your cousin that might be needing a little bit of a break. Somebody, a student that might be in your family that has trouble making ends meet, paying rent and paying off student loans. No offense. I'm loyal to the people of New York, to people of America, to people in my family. Not people that storm our border, get a free bus ride, and now get free accommodations to stay. <laughs> That's not solving a problem. But at least Adams is addressing it. I don't like what he did. I don't think it's fair to us because it should be America and New York first. New York and America first because we're here. But at least he's taking action. This governor is allowing a governor to deal with his ma- her her mayor and instead of dealing with this she is just looking to say no debates, no interviews. I just want to win and then all hell's going to break loose for 4 years. He's going to bring us AOC left. And that's what's going to happen. And that is should not be acceptable. It's all the Biden effect, Sid. He won by staying in his basement, saying a pandemic left me no choice. Now Fetterman's trying to do the same thing. Oz is rattling his cage and we have to rattle Hochul's cage because you have to earn anything in this state, especially. She is trying to get this because she's not Governor Cuomo.
0: 100% right. And, of course, uh, she just stepped in when Cuomo left in disgrace. But the good news is, Brian, if you believe all these polls, that Lee Zeldin at one point down as many as 18 points in some of these polls has cut these polls to three points, to four points. So people are listening. I know that she's talking an awful lot about abortion like Nancy Pelosi and gun laws. And in the end, when you talk to people in the streets, all they care about is crime. Uh, at least at the very top of the list. And right now, Lee Zeldin has a huge lead on Kathy Hochul in that one particular area. So you're right, if she wins, it's a disaster. But the good news is, now listen, three weeks
1: away, it does look like Brian Kilmeade, Lee Zeldin is gaining in a big way. I talked to John last night. I'm sure if you, uh, John Caspatiz, you hear his show, he probably says this all the time. But I asked him, what do you think? He said 50-50 uh, about winning. So he's got a sheet, i say he's about four points down. And the one thing I said, that if he's interested in winning, not just competing, show up at every crime scene. Uh, show up everywhere that she shows up. Beat her to the punch. I mean, you heard that story I said in the talk in New York. Uh, this guy is in Brooklyn. The Brooklyn dad, he sees a woman cop being beat up. He jumps in after working all night and gets stabbed in the neck. And he dies. Tommy Bailey, 43 years old, father of three. I mean, least Eldon feels stuff like that because we both know him. He's a he's a good guy. He's just a guy living in a a middle class neighborhood who says, all right, military's not enough. I want to continue to serve. If you talk to Trey Gowdy and others, the guy's full of substance when he was in when he's in the house uh, and he's in a purple district. So this guy cares about that. I mean, we could see ourselves in that story. You know, you like to think to yourself, especially and I'm not being uh, gratuitous. A guy like you, who's extremely well, great shape, you see a woman cop getting beat up. Sid, it's hard to believe that you or I wouldn't have done the same thing. Sure. And then to think that our, you know, our whatever lives we have going end right there because the cops don't have qualified immunity because we're down about a thousand because we can't get people there because they've been defamed and defunded by a billion dollars. All this stuff is preventable. And this is what I'm saying. It's not the subtlety of Obamacare, you're for it or against it, privatizing Social Security, let's debate it. Uh, should we be giving money to Ukraine? Let's get to both sides. This is right and wrong. And they are putting us in harm's way by putting the criminal first and not putting them in jail. And that's why these guys got to go. I got to tell you, that was an unbelievable ramp. But we go back to when you were
0: talking about my body and the shape? I mean, that was really, really good, Brian. Uh Right. Uh, but, but you do talk
1: about that, mostly in the breaks.
0: Yes, I do. Uh, right. Uh, Joe Domingo <laughs> is coming up in an hour this morning, the WFAN legend. And uh, his Jets are 4-2. He's very, very excited. But, of course, baseball is the big local story here. The Yankees, they do get the win yesterday. No surprise. They should have won. They're the better team than Cleveland. But they lost five out of seven to Houston this year during the regular season. And Houston is looking at a chance, Brian, to go back to their fourth World Series in six years, while the Yankees haven't played in the World Series since they beat the Phillies 13 years ago, all the way back in 2009. We know Stanton and Judge, they homer the same day. The Yankees are probably going to win. What are the chances in Brian Kilmeade's mind That the Yankees upset the Houston Astros First off, Sid, are you a hater?
1: I know you're a Met fan, but are you a
0: hater of the No, Yankees? no, no. Listen, I, and okay. Peter King texted me after the Yankees won last night, the great congressman. He said, this is great for New York. And I do believe that. I mean, look, I, I grew up hating the Yankees, Brian, but then filling in for Mike and the Mad Dog with Ian Eagle and talking to Joe Torre and Tino Martinez and Derek Jeter, right. your perspective changes. I think it's a good thing for New
1: York if the Yankees are still playing playoff baseball. I do, too. And this is what made the Yankees hard to hate. They were homegrown. There wasn't Jesse Barfield being signed three separate times or Oscar <laughs> Gamble, right? It wasn't a bunch of mercenaries. That's funny. And it wasn't, but Jason you know, Giambi- George Steinbrenner it was exciting, you know, would just, you know, cut some middle reliever uh, because he blew one game and, you know, it would be back page headlines. We got spoiled with the interesting things to talk about. But when the Yankees come out, they were classy. I mean, they just were classy. And now they had a down period. But their down period still had them in contention, all except for one year when they tore the team down and then built it up again. And then uh, Judge doing what he did this year uh, while playing out of contract I think is fascinating. Uh, But they don't have much of a bullpen. And I will say this. I look at, guess who's home? The Braves, the Mets the Dodgers and the Cardinals, all teams with superior records. By the Yankees surviving, you look around and go, it could be worse. No one thought the Braves were going to be KO'd and certainly not the 110-win Dodgers. Right. So now they come into this as legitimate underdogs playing tonight. And I I believe, I think it was Paul O'Neill that said it. It's better, uh, oh, excuse me, Ron Darling. It's better for the Yankees to keep playing. They don't do well on pauses. And they just, keep going, boom, get right back into it. And from what I saw, it took 18 innings to score one run for Houston against the Mariners, and they had to win dramatically with a two-run homer in the ninth to take game one. That's not a dominant team uh, waiting to beat up the Yanks. So maybe there's a little bit of self-doubt there. We'll see what happens. If you beat Verlander in game one on the road, uh, man, uh, I think the Yankees, gonna be, it's going to be uh, what a message that would be.
0: Oh, You're right. Although we do, you know, you talk about the Yankees getting there. You're right. Three 100-win teams are gone, and the Yankees only won 99. But everybody knew it would be Houston and the Yankees. On the National League side, Padres-Phillies, that is an absolute shocker with the Phillies winning game one on the road. Brian, you're always amazing. Your TV show is
1: great. Your radio show is great. I love you, man. Thank you so much. Sid, just one thing. See you in Newark, New Jersey, December 2nd, bryankilmead.com. On stage, it's a show like no other, except I, I don't have Piscopo singing a Sinatra song. <laughs> but besides that, it'll be fun, and I hope to see you there. There he is, folks, uh, Brian Kilmead.
0: Check out Brian Kilmead every weekday morning right after me, right here on Talk Radio 77 WABC. Still a come, WFAN legend Joe Maningo. Another legend, Congressman Peter King. And another legend, former tennis pro ESPN star Patrick McEnroe. It's a huge Wednesday show. Keep it right here. More of me, Sid, right after this.
1: This is the story of the one. As head of maintenance at a concert hall, he knows the show must always go on. That's why he works behind the scenes, ensuring every light is working, the HVAC is humming, and his facility shines.